When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 107. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Old Man Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Old Man Cisgender Survivor Kaplan at KAP. Somber Kaplan. Cap in America on Twitter. Also, we're we're on Instagram. Where do you find us? Cap in America, Lost in America pod. Turner Sparks. Yes. On Instagram, Kaplan. We like to post clips of the show. So, you know, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, you just want to watch a clip. That'll be on Instagram. No, listen no? to the whole thing. All right, well, get a little taste and then share the taste. If you like the clips, though, you can send them to people to get them to like the show. Exactly. That's, a better That's way to put the it. way to do it. Promote yes. the show. Yes. This is Lost in America on the podcast today. We have you, we have me, we have you talking <laughs> about. You're in the middle of a the America uh, front page of CNN, front page of Fox News. There's not a lot of topics that they both cover these days, yeah. well, but they both cover that bomber, the least successful bomber in history. He also, not only did he try to, every major politician in America, plus Michael Ira Kaplan, well, tried yes. to bomb. We'll get to that in hate mail. A very special hate mail episode this week. We will get to that. We're going to go, we're going to go. A little longer hate mail than usual. We're going to do a deep dive, deep. as the bloggers <laughs> like to say, as yes. the ringer likes to say. <laughs> we're going to make a deep dive. All right. But before the deep dive, Kaplan, yeah. I want to start. Can I start? Yeah, start. What do you got? I've, it's come to my attention from my wife <laughs> that and other people who listen to this podcast that I'm too loud on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, you're a little loud. Like last week, I was louder than normal, and I thought, Oh, wow. That's what Turner sounds like every week. I sound, I'm like, what I'm do you like, want me to do? Do you want me to bring it yeah. down? Is that what we want? I, we want this to be uh, uh, the, the, um, this American life? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it's called. We want this American life? Do you want me to be NPR? Get, I got news for you. Those people, those NPR, hello, welcome to NPR. They don't have personalities yes. in general. It's, and so then their personality, since they don't have one, the easy out is just to be monotone and try to copy Ira Glass and all those idiots. Mm. And if you're monotone, it sounds like you're interesting. Yeah, so you're saying you're more interesting because you're not faking it. I'm not fake. This is me. And then, to be fair, uh, when you're listening like uh, to a podcast or to music and the subway's coming, it's yeah. very loud. And most people, you got most podcasts, you got to turn up. 
I can't hear it. The train's coming. You don't have to Traffic. Turn. I never got to turn our podcast You don't up. have to turn I, us up, I, baby. I can't hear me, but I don't need to hear myself. Guess what? Here's what I'm going to do. To satisfy all the haters out there, including, my, including my wife. <laughs> so the, the, the one big hater. Let's do it. Why don't we do a NPR intro. version intro of our podcast? Let's do it right now. Play the music. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lost in America. My name's Turner Sparks. And uh, on episode the podcast, 107. This is episode 107. With me, as always, is Michael Ira Kaplan. Sir Michael. Michael. Michael, welcome to the show on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank, thank you for yeah. doing it. It's going to be a little problematic today. We have a problematic. This, How's the current climate? The current <laughs> under this current administration, this current climate, it's going. To, we're going to be triggered, but uh, I think it's going to be very exciting. So should we teachable moments? A lot of teachable moments. You want to be. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history mm. in this episode today. That's it. Is that fun? Yeah. Is that no, fun I'm for everybody? Here. I'm gonna fall asleep on this. I was already sleeping <laughs> as I was talking. We got a lot of show yeah. to get to, but Kaplan, this I'm is a special be... episode. It's my birthday. You didn't even wish me happy birthday. Happy birthday! I was celebrating. You're born on uh, Halloween. Yeah, for real. You know that? No. <laughs> happy Halloween! Yes, I was born. I'm 41. Oh my! So this is this is the year. This is the podcasting year where you you peak. They say this is the this peak. is when you peak. They always say in podcasting school. Yes, 41s and you really come to stride. So and then it's I'm gonna all... take it up a notch, people. If you think I've sucked before, this is your peak. Less sucky time now. After this, it's all downhill. So people, listen now. Yeah. Yes, start listening right now. Cap this month. Yes, I got shows coming up. November. Sorry, all of November. I'm gonna be all around the United States. November 9th, Cata Vadera Country Club, Sacramento, California. November. 12th, the Kibitz Room with Esther Steinberg in yes. Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Oh, that's at the uh, Cantor's Deli. November 13th, yeah. I'm going to be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California, <laughs> Los Angeles. November 15th, Punchline, Sacramento. November 17th, Serrano Country Club, Sacramento, California. El Dorado Hills, California. Excuse me. No, you don't want to. People in El Dorado Hills don't like to think they're from Sacramento. First right? time ever performing in EDH. How yeah. about that? EDH? That's your hometown? Yes. Oh, boy. That's going to be a lot of pressure-filled environment. November 29th, Atlantic City Comedy Club in the Tropicana Hotel Ooh. and Casino. November 30th, Philly Comedy Club. I'm going to go so back. Cross-country tour. You got a bus? Oh, tour I'm doing bus. it on the bus. Madden <laughs> Cruiser, baby. <laughs> so should we get to Lost in America? Should we get to it? I mean, I guess we can play the music. Play the music. We're back. We're going. Screw the NPR version of this show. We're, I can't be not myself. You got to be you. I got to be me, and you got to be you. In this current climate, it's more important than ever. Be yourself. Be yourself. Uh, yeah. Hey, Kevin, <laughs> you're lost in America this week. Always. Always lost. What's going on? You know, I was walking my dog, Pancakes Kaplan. Shout out to Pancakes. <laughs> I don't know if dog's had last name. She, she's, this one's got a last name. And, you know, she's in heat, so it's a little stressful walking around. Is it P Pancakes Ira Kaplan? 
It's uh, pancakes. Named after you? Uh, it's pancakes, waffles, Kaplan. Waffles. Yes, okay. Yes, it's a really pancake syrup, Kaplan. That's an old middle dog. Not picking between pancakes and waffles. Going with both of them. Yeah, she's a breakfast. So she's what's your breakfast dog? <laughs> breakfast dog. So, so I'm walking the dog, and I'm walking by a bodega in my own world. What's a bodega? What's a bodega? Are you, are you really? Uh, For our listeners around oh. the world, this is a specific thing people only say in New York City. Everywhere else, they say a mini mart or a quickie mart. In New York City, people, for some reason, right. slip into Spanish. Well, you're not going to be saying quickie marts anymore, because that's the Simpsons when thing. Wanna... That's where Apu lives. <laughs> I think it's, fence, it's racist to even say quickie mart now. So we do not need the. So a bodega yeah. is a like, corner store for like, everyone It's a locally the world. owned New York City. Like it's not a it's not a chain. It's like a Seven Eleven kind of place, but it's not a chain. It's a sure. locally owned corner store. They sell. They always have Boris Head turkey, everything. Okay, and then it's a bunch of cigarettes and crap. So they call so it anyway, a bodega. I'm walking by bodega and I see some kid, uh, teenagers trying to get my attention. So I got the headphones on. I, I knocked. I always when people get your attention with your headphones on. You're in your own world. It's very like you sure. Think, it's you jarring. Think, you think you might have done something. I like walk into some. It's jarring. Exactly. I come down. Listen to the pod. I'm taking notes. <laughs> listen to yourself. <laughs> listen to myself. I don't listen to other podcasts. Uh, and he's like, "Excuse me." Um, and he holds up like a ten dollar bill. How he, old's a kid? He's. It's hard for me to tell. He's definitely in high school. Okay. I say that because there's high school. As I've talked about on the podcast before, we have a high school where kids don't live in the neighborhood. They come in off the subway. Oh. So when I'm near the, the bodegas are near the subway. So the kids come in off the subway and they're walking over to the high school. Um, and he says to me, uh, waving the money around, he's like, "Do you think you could <laughs> pop in and uh, grab me some mint pods?" <laughs> pop in. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what? Mint pod?" So I'm like all. Like, I, you know, like people ask you things and you're used to like on the street, like Jews for Jesus come and I'm ready to like fight them or people want to get me Greenpeace, all that stuff. I'm ready to like blow. Yeah. What's a mint pod? I'm like, mint pod? I don't even know how to react. I'm like, what? What's, I, I was like, no, sorry, I can't help you. And I just kept walking. Yeah. I didn't want to say, I did not know what a mint pod was. You didn't know? I you did didn't. not know. Did you know? I still don't know. What yeah. is it? Well, I figured it was, I'm like. It's like a Tide pod? I mean, a little bit of deductive reasoning. Like, it's got to be something that he can't buy. It's got to be something you got to be over 18 to buy. Right? Okay. Or 21. And yeah, could it be a Tide Pod? Could it be? I looked it up and it's like a, it's a, for vaping. Oh, what? It's like a thing. So then I really, I mean. Wait, it's a, like a vape cigarette? It's like a, something you put this in the vape is, cigarette. This generation has really gone down the drain. Yeah. We were, we were, so he's shoulder tapping. We used to call it shoulder tapping. Yeah. He's shoulder tapping you. But in our day, it was to buy a Mickey's Big Mouth no. or it was to buy a Camo <laughs> 40. Or a Mad Dog twenty twenty cigarettes, God damn. Cigar- yeah. <laughs> I want, but these to buy a vaping cigarette. Uh, yeah, the stuff that goes in there. So I really Holy. wanted to turn around. Part of me wanted to go back. I saw him still at the corner there, still trying to get other suckers. So those, and I wanted to go in there and be like, dude, you want so you want a six pack? I'll buy yeah, you some beer. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> but if you want to get vaped, I'm calling the cops. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, and I don't know, like, I've never. I mean, when you were younger, did you have people? You had people who buy you stuff like booze and stuff. Tyler you? Sparks. Tyler Sparks. Yeah, you looked exactly right. like me. That's a huge. His fake ID must have been huge for you. It was. It was, <laughs> it was real impenetrable. ID. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, I remember the guy Josh Stelzer. Shout out in high in college who was like buy, taking orders to buy kids beer. And make, yeah, I'm sure he's making a ton of money on it. That's that's capital. Shout that's out to Josh Stelzer. <laughs> Eric King was also yeah. great at that. Yeah, so that's like that's normal, right? And yeah. I guess nowadays, then I mean, I guess it's like. Kids are like just lamer in general. And- no, I mean I get it. Like we, no, but every once in a while, if you're out of your element, if you're not around your hometown, yeah. if you're somewhere else, you do have to shoulder tap. <laughs> but again, you're not asking for a, a vape pod, right? A mint mint flavored vape pod. Just buy a, uh, some um, 
a double mint gum and be done with but it. Maybe I should. But then I'm thinking maybe I should help him because he kind of was a little dorky. And usually these kids are all walking in packs, and this kid was by himself. Maybe want to impress somebody. Maybe impress a girl. I don't know. You know, I, I should also point out that this day, because I had come from Teddy's dropping the kids off. Yeah. I talked about this a year ago on the pod. It was drug um, prevention week Yeah, in the public school system. Okay. So literally, my kid that day was wearing a red ribbon. Teddy Kaplan in first grade and, and Ruby and pre-K were wearing red ribbons sure. for drug prevention. And yeah, but so that, again. So it's drug prevention day. So maybe he was trying. He learned a lesson. He's like, I'm going to go vape. I don't know. I'm trying to read. One of, I got two thoughts here. One thought. You take it as a compliment. He thinks you're cool. Right. Right? You look younger than everybody else. You got a hoodie on. I, 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 everybody else is in a suit and tie. That's true. Most of the people by the subway are going to work. So yeah. Like, the other idea is maybe he was a narc. Maybe he was a narc. Maybe he was <laughs> set up by the, by the local police, and they're trying to put people like you in prison. Yeah, and also, like, the like, last thing, not to pile on this kid, but I do think the common sense of his generation, like, I'm walking there with a dog. Yeah, like you got to find someone who's like I'm. What I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my way to tie my dog up. You can't bring a dog into a bodega. I'm gonna risk having my little pancakes, waffles, whatever she's called, stolen, so that I can make like what's the profit margin on it? Ten dollars? How much is the mint pods? I don't know. I'm gonna make five bucks. Here's the other thing: <laughs> if this guy's he's going these loosey goosey bodegas, they don't card. Just go buy it yourself. What do you think uh, this guy sitting I behind think the there? Guy must, I'm assuming the guy cards because he probably knows. He's probably tried to buy it there before. He's a, he goes to school in the neighborhood. Did you tell so, him at least give him my tip, which is put on a wedding ring? You could buy whatever you want. That's what I'm going to do. That's gonna, what you should do tomorrow next morning. Time. I'm going to walk down. I'm going to be like when you're trying to like teach a man to fish. I'm going to just keep walking by that corner back and forth, back and forth, with pancakes and yeah. run into that kid again. Yes. And I'm going to say, here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do one better because of insurance fraud. I've talked about it before. I'm going to hand the kid my wedding ring and say, go on in there. Do it yourself. Go on in there, my man. Yes. Buy it yourself. And if he doesn't bring it back, I'll just you collect the money. You teach him how to do it for himself. Because you say, if I'm going to if I'm gonna do this for you your whole life, you're never going to learn how to how to buy beer <laughs> illegally on your own. But also make him buy beer. I don't like this I whole... I should join the Big Brother program or something. Yeah. <laughs> get a ring pop. Put it on your <laughs> finger. Go get your own. All right. That's... Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I would do. Cap, right. should we get to hate mail? Should we get to the mail? Yeah, let's play the hate mail music. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Don't hate me because I'm the best. Don't hate me because I'm the champion. Just love me like all the rest do. Don't be jealous. All right, Kaplan. The hate mail this week really ramped up. Yeah. I would say it's an all-time high of hate <laughs> in hate mail. It's, it's hard to trigger me. We've actually had hate mail that might have... Uh, it's hard to top... If I wasn't a sociopath, I would be triggered. I haven't <laughs> really thought about it until you just brought it up. But. It's hard to top the level of hate we got in this hate mail. Mm-hmm. So... This one, I'm just gonna read it because this is, I mean, this is all over the news. So I'm gonna, this is from the cut. This is their version of the story. It's a story on our hate mail. Pipe, yes, this, the news is covering the hate mail we got. Pipe bomb report, reportedly sent to Robert De Niro's office. The package, which contains a pipe bomb similar to the other deliveries, according to officials, arrived Thursday morning 
at the New York City offices of Tribeca Enterprises, De Niro's film and television production company, and the organization behind the Tribeca Film Festival, located at 375 Greenwich Street. I don't give Street. out my address. Don't get out my address. I don't want the fans of this podcast tracking me down. You don't want more bombers? I don't want more bombers. Oh, Let's my go. Lord. Yeah. That is... So, yeah. Kaplan... Well, for, yeah, first off, it says Thursday morning. Yes. Now, when it's referring to Thursday morning, it's I was awoken at like last week. I last last Thursday, I was awoken about crack of dawn by the wife, who's always on the phone in the middle of the night, and she's like, "Kaplan, holy!" She starts telling me there's like a bomb at the office, and I was like, "This no." That was like I, I thought it was like a rumor that like people were gonna because they were sending pipe bombs to prominent people. Sure. They yeah. And the day like, earlier was uh, yeah, Obamas and the Clintons, yeah, and someone had said something. About it. I'm like, no, 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 leave me alone. And then she like put the news on, and I'm like, turn the TV off. I'm trying to sleep, and there's like there's my office. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not in. But um, so yeah, that's how I found out about this news. Um, the scariest thing is if this the the, the bomb was actually had been it was actually in the building for like a couple days. Apparently, it was. Yeah. It was, for a couple days? Yeah, a couple of days. Who's checking your mail? <laughs> well, that's that 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 brings me to where I that's what really scares me. Cause I think, you know, this news this newspapers are all saying Robert De Niro uh sent a bomb. He's come They sent a bomb to not Robert De Niro sends a bomb. Send a bomb. They yeah, sent a bomb to Robert De Niro, the Florida. But, you know, dude. I don't know, you know, I don't know about motive. I haven't I haven't had my people interrogate this suspect yet, but you know, I just know like that if this guy knows how the business works, then he's not going after Robert De Niro. Just like no way, know, he's going after the guy who opens the mail. Exactly. And who's the person who's been opening the mail? Who's the most known person in that building for opening Robert De Niro's mail? That would be Michael Ira Kaplan. Mr. Michael Ira Kaplan, leader of the alt middle, the leader of the alt middle, so controversial figure. On Th- this uh, guy's trying to take down the alt middle. That's about, that's about, that's my first thought because we have been first and last. Nobody likes us on the right or the left. We've got we've made enemies. We're not making friends over here. Um, Listen, and, Kaplan. You know the problem when you take a stand like we do. Yeah. And you, if you want to be an individual, if you want to make a difference, yeah, you're gonna have some enemies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They haven't reported this yet, but I'm sure. I hope that law enforcement is looking into his ties to big paper. Big because paper. I've come after the paper straw industry really hard. Oh. And I've set myself up. People warn me against it. Do not go after big paper. They say don't they, go after they, big paper. You don't want this. They've had people, you know, they, you just don't want it. It's not worth that fight. It's not worth. But your they you never give you details when they say that. Think of your children. That's what they told me. Just think of your children. Think of your children. Yeah, and you know, and I, and now people say, Cap, and you're being insane, right? Well, let me tell you what's not insane. The same very day, I, 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 when I saw this news, you know what I did that day? I took a snow day. I didn't go to work. <laughs> snow day. I stayed in. I took a bomb day. I got kids. So let the, we, I let the single people, the, the childless people, go to work that day. Sure, but. I went for a walk. I'm walking around the neighborhood and I see, uh, you know, something that threw me off was I see Ruby crossing a street with her school. They never cross streets. They're not allowed in pre-K, not to get off topic, but they don't cross streets. That's like a rule. Okay. And I thought that's weird. And then I realized it was a fire drill, but it was a, it was an unannounced fire drill because they wouldn't have been crossing the street again. They would have had a plan. So there was a, in a strange smell at the school. That's what they said to me. So they let, they got everyone got out of school. And I'm thinking they're, I mean, this is, this is kind of crazy. Within so what an hour we, of a bomb arriving in my office, then they're, they're just coming. They're coming after the all. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying I'm paranoid, but I'm just telling you that this is where I'm coming from. They're coming after the Kaplans. They're coming, they're after, coming the after the Clintons, the Obamas, and, and the Kaplans. And the, Kaplans. The, big the big three. three. <laughs> the big three yeah. of the political uh, sphere. And I knew, I, and honestly, one more thing. I knew from the beginning, before they arrested the guys, that I know who the enemy is. I know it's an older person, an older guy. How'd you know older? Because male. 
Young people do not know how to mail things. There's no way a millennial or oh. an iGen person could put together a package this complicated. Yeah, they also don't know who Debbie Wasserman Schultz is. <laughs> they don't know who that is. There's so no, they saying- wouldn't even know how to figure out how to mail something to Robert De Niro's office. Because they wouldn't know how to look that up. They also don't the know who Robert De Niro is. <laughs> they don't know Robert De Niro is either. <laughs> That's true. So, so, so do we... Like so, they, I've had people say, like, I don't know... Like, somebody I know who's younger was like, literally, like, where do you buy a stamp? Like, she didn't know how to... Yeah, you think this kid who wanted you to buy him the vape pen? Oh, my God. That kid, no way. He's crossed him right off the list. He's not using the mail. <laughs> no. Not a not, suspect. Not a suspect. Please. I mean, he's committing some crimes, trying to solicit people to buy him... Products he's not allowed, and also but. these old people they don't want the alt middle they want the right and the left they want to keep us divided they don't want us that's the boomers are trying to divide you people exactly young, young. so this is why you got to vote that was my boss's message is my message vote for the alt middle though <laughs> vote for the alt middle Kaplan can I say this I want to say yeah. yeah what do you got that day a couple weeks ago because we were going to move our offices if anyone remembers, we were going to move the headquarters of the pod, the world headquarters of the Lost America Yeah, when podcast. we didn't have a home, we were going to make it a temporary home. We were going to move it. You, we were going to move into 375 Greenwich Street. And you know who knows that? People who listen to this podcast, because you mentioned it on the air. I did. A few weeks ago. That's all I'm saying. And you saved our lives, because you went out boozing one night with uh, Ikram and the boys, <laughs> producer Randy Lee. You convinced them to let us stay. When they let us stay, we didn't have to move over there. We would have been open in the mail. If yeah. we were there, I know for a fact, I know myself. I know that when mail comes to my house, mm-hmm. I open it. I don't care who it's for. It's for my wife. It's for me. I know that's a federal yeah, it's exci- it's, it's Nowadays, there's so few little mail. It's exciting to get mail. It's exciting. Yeah, package. Look, Ooh, package. I'll open. I'm home during the day. She's at work. Yeah. Mail comes. I'll open it. If it's not for me, I'll, re- I'll repackage it. She doesn't have to know. <laughs> but So if this would have come addressed to Robert De Niro, I would have opened it. Boom, yeah. I would have exploded. Yeah, no, because I've always been the guy. Other people I work with, they open the mail too, but- I've always been the anthrax guy. That's kind of been my corner. You're the anthrax. I'm the anthrax. That's my. Oh, if like, anthrax if comes anthrax to the comes, office. Because anytime you open up something, he gets a lot of crazy mail, but it's usually not violent crazy. It's usually like stalkery. We're talking De Niro. We're talking here. De Niro. He does get a lot of crazy mail, as all celebrities do. Fans who are a little crazy, who write letters that they think they know him. You, they send a lot of stuff. Sometimes there's powder in it. I've joked. I've made... Too many anthrax jokes. It's the most hack joke to make in the mail opening business. <laughs> so, in the, amongst the mailing yeah. opening, uh, I haven't made industry. pipe bomb bit jokes. To be fair, you know, now I don't know what's too soon. You know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, it's, I, I, I think, walked into yesterday. I was in the office. I picked up a box. I was like, it's ticking. I what's don't know. too soon, Am I Kaplan? <laughs> I think if it's up to anybody, it's up to you. You're the one who's been targeted. You're right. You I, and twelve other people on planet Earth. You're right. This is great. This is the one corner where I can make any joke I want. Nobody you can, can do whatever you is, want. Can say, you know what they say? Like, as an African-American woman, Exa- as, as an LBGTQ, whatever. As the father of a daughter yes, is now the I white can, guy move. Yes, now I can say, as a survivor. <laughs> as a, a survivor. survivor. The thing, the, the big thing, and just to say, I want to thank everybody. I, it was like my birthday. I had so many people texting me, Facebook me, People were me. texting me. Yeah. Is Kaplan okay? Is and Kaplan I okay? It, and I was I'm like, like, nothing went off. Yeah, it's, now, this is what's fascinating about humans. It's like, And people were saying, well into the night, people were saying, I hope, I hope you're okay. And it was like, it was all over the news. It's the one day you're, you know I'm okay because it's on the news and nobody <laughs> died or got injured. They said it on the news. It's so. like if they announced... Plane, Delta Airlines flight 771 <laughs> lands in New York City. <laughs> Are called, you okay? Yeah, I heard the plane landed. I heard it was a little rough. This but, is, the whole thing's nuts. Yeah. I have a few thoughts on yeah, this. Yeah, what do you got? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Do they have pipe bombs in China? I mean, is this something you were like, what's that? Are you? They do not. I will <laughs> say, this guy, Caesar, whatever his name is. We don't have to say his last name because I don't know who he was. Hey, he might be, he's probably a listener. 
So he might be. Well, he just lost a fan. I hope that is true. He must have been the in jail. It is the first. I don't know if they get podcasts in jail, but this is the first ever terrorist that I've seen who had plastic surgery. <laughs> I find that interesting. And he had a, uh, a hair club for men. He had his hairline. He had an interesting look. It was very miscellaneous. Hard to figure out his his ethnicity. Well, uh, um, the in the old days, mm-hmm. terrorists were ready to explode. Yeah. And so they were not, they were, for some reason, they were always in shape. They were never a big fat guy, which if I was, I would be a big fat guy. Yeah. Because you're going down anyway. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah. They were always skinny. <laughs> but these, but this guy was in, he was ripped. And also, he oh, yeah. had the plastic surgery thing. I mean, he seemed like he thought he was going to get away with it, is what yeah. I'm getting to. He also had that weird hairline, like he just got it re put in. Right. The rear hairline. So I don't think he thought, he thought he was going to get away with it, even though he has a van with like his, if you saw his, did you see it's it? the biggest molester van of all time. <laughs> yeah. But, and it had a CNN sucks. I thought I thought Lost in America sucks on there yeah. somewhere. But yeah, no, I think he was just trying to, you know, he thought he'd be like a celebrity, maybe. I don't know. What, what, yeah, but he's not. But was he in shape? Or you're saying he's in shape? He like was in shape. Photos. He was like an ex uh, male stripper. Oh, he was. Yeah, you didn't read that. Oh, I thought he was a DJ or something. You got to learn, oh, about, I I learn about the attacker. Enemy. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, all I know. This is what. What? Oh, I mean, I'm glad you, I brought up the van, but I'm glad you reminded me because that was the other reason why I thought he's coming for me. Why? Because there was nothing on that van about De Niro or, you know, there were some pictures of people. But you know what he had on that van? He had a bunch of pictures of youth soccer, the all-pro youth soccer. He takes youth soccer very seriously. You make fun of youth soccer I every week. so much fun of youth soccer. I'm known as one of the worst coaches in the history of youth soccer in this country. In the world. And, you know, there's crazy soccer fans are the craziest. They so are. I thought, so I thought the fact that we, like, are at this point now where we are developing homegrown you soccer terrorists like is that progress i didn't know i think it is yeah, yeah so that's one po- what's silver lining <laughs> well there's all yeah another thing if we're looking for positives in all of this um i thought he was i don't know if this is a positive but it seemed to me if you would have taken a straw poll taken an exit poll mm, taken a uh, a spaghetti straw poll. A spaghetti straw poll. A penne straw poll. Minutes after this all kind of went down, who were the who were the people that were attacked? It was Kaplan. <laughs> it was the Clintons. It was the Obamas. It was yeah. It was um, Washerman Schultz. And it was all Joe Biden went right after me. Joe Biden, which is Syracuse connection with me, maybe a little think. If you had to imagine who this might be, I thought a hundred percent white guy. Yeah, Trump what? supporter. Yes, white guy. And I don't know if we've ever had a terrorist in American history that without looking at him, without knowing anything, the whole world assumed white guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. My terrorism knowledge is not as... uh... I mean, typically you assume Middle Easterner. I don't think that's going out on a limb to say that. You assume ISIS. Yeah, what you were saying, that terrorists are usually in shape or not in shape. They're usually they're usually skinny, but because yeah, they got the, when the Middle Easterners they know they're getting the seventy two versions. They got they that's got, what they, they're got preparing they got to stay for. in shape for. You got to be viral. Yes, <laughs> viral. Yes, but this yeah this was obviously well it was all like the whole thing was like if it, unless it was a hoax, it was obviously a Trump supporting type guy. So then you're assuming it's a white guy. It's never a woman. And then you well, find I out say, the one thing is fair to say women would would not be sending pipe bombs. Well, then you find out it's the ultimate form of a white guy. Yeah, because I looked into <laughs> it was him. The ultimate white guy. He he claims that he's one one hundred thousand sixty fourth Native American. Oh my! Wait, he actually does. Is that more or less than Elizabeth Warren? Is ah uh, the exact same amount? No, I don't know what percentage he claims. I was kind of making that part up, but he does claim that he's in his seminal. heritage he has native. Yeah, he has Seminole Native American blood. It was the ultimate white person thing to do. So he <laughs> so is woke. a white he's guy. He's, he's so, so he's a woke terrorist. 
He's We've a woke never Trump had support. a woke terrorist. So yeah, so Trump could call him Pocahontas, but that wouldn't. No, he's a supporter. He wouldn't. Well, he is. He's a Pocahontas terrorist. A po- first Pocahontas. It's the first. We're making progress this all over been, the this, place. This has been a month. I if don't you know. You want to say that? Who said Native the Earth- Americans have had a rough month? Who They're getting the, dragged into this nonsense? Who said the world is flat? Friedman, Thomas Friedman, Kyrie Irving. This is the ultimate. <laughs> Uh, example, uh, uh, what do you say? The ultimate example of this that anyone at this point in history, society, anyone can do anything. Yeah. A white, woke Pocahontas terror can become a terrorist. Yeah. And his name is Caesar. Oh, I'm going to say his. Uh, yeah. He, what is his actual background? Do we even know? He says he's Filipino, but the Filipinos aren't claiming him. They don't the, know the, Seminoles the Seminoles aren't are claiming, claiming him. him. I think white people are the only people. I mean, I think maybe he pretended to be Seminole so he could work at, like, a casino or something because they have that. I I don't know. Like, what was... It's also... Because their Seminole tribe knows. They know. They're like, this guy's not one of, you know. It's not good for business. No. It's also the most white trash bomb of all time. Yeah. The level... It looked like something that I... You know that middle part of your sink Mm -hmm. that goes loops and loop-de-loops for no reason? It looks like he pulled that out. Threw pop rocks in it <laughs> and then sent it off to Robert De Niro and Michael Kaplan. Yeah, well, it's a good thing. Well, and, you know, it was a good thing because it could have gone off if he knew what he was doing. So, you know, glad we And then I'm also, none of them your... went off. Yeah. He sent out 12. Zero, he was zero out of 12. That's a bad rate. What? It's the worst. That's the worst terrorist rate I've ever heard it's of. The worst terrorist rate. You know, sometimes they don't go off, sometimes they go off. You got to get one right. Do they know? Honest question. Do they know if it would have got? Did it even have a chance of going off? Well, all of them were sent to people who had people. Who flagged him? So we don't know. I guess I, I'd have to. Maybe we can get the security guy on. I'll try to get him uh, do an exclusive. Let's see. If That's he knows. a good idea. Oh, but I was gonna say, uh, you know, who we also need to talk to is our guest a couple weeks ago, uh, Sean Finnerty. Yes. Oh, the IRA. Well, no, I wasn't gonna go there. Oh. I was gonna say this young man drove a van down to Florida, and then according to his story, he told us he just. Oh, he the van didn't make it back to New York. That's the van. <laughs> so that van could have been the van. We don't know because he he called it like a child molester van. That van, if you threw some, if you threw a bunch of bumper stickers on it, that looks exactly the same like kind the of van. van right? I mean, th- that guy was down on his luck. <laughs> the terrorist, the Pocahontas, ter- the woke terrorist. Yeah, he. I'm sure he found the van walking down the street. He picked it up. <laughs> and I, a, a, a jolly Irishman gave it to Maybe him. Maybe that's why the soccer connection. He learned there was already the soccer things are already there. From we have to, but yeah, because you know, I think the van industry is really going to suffer from this. I would say yes. And also, the bumper- if it hasn't already suffered from decades of child molesters. Yeah, but I think I'm hoping the bumper sticker industry suffers because I fucking hate the people with the bumper stickers. My kids and I are student. This that. that's got to be over. I have, I don't I have a car. I don't have any bumper stickers. Uh, very proud. I, I think you can have one. I guess you can have like one. I don't think one, you should have any like anymore. School, but I don't know. Yeah, you, really you know what any. you can do? This is the class version of the bumper sticker. The the nameplate. The nameplate yeah. around your license plate. Your license plate that says that, that, like the ass thing, man or something. That's fine. <laughs> the thing around it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. You know yeah. the metal thing that goes around it. Yeah. Do whatever you want with that. Put Syracuse University. Put whatever temple, whatever college you went to. Yeah. But the bumper sticker says, "I'm about to blow something up." It does, and people. I'm look, about to. Sh- whether I really think everybody who saw on that all guy, sides, everyone who saw that guy in the street is like an accomplice and should be held on they all sides. Him. By the way, if you're if you say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I got a bumper sticker," you oh that guy looks like he's about to go to a softball field. <laughs> In Virginia and shoot some senators. Is that guy have a lot of bumper stickers too? No, oh, he had all the bumper stickers. Yeah, a ton of bumper <laughs> stickers. And now we got uh, Pocahontas. We might have to make a law. The alt middle is going to come out with like a limit for maximum. Even though we're a very libertarian organization, I think we should need a maximum number of bumper stickers allowed per vehicle. Zero. Zero. No bumper stickers. <laughs> got to allow one. Or you go the other way and you say that's or how everybody we, has them. <laughs> we can tell who the terrorists are. <laughs> yeah, you got the bumper stickers. Oh yeah, you just arrest them. There you go. 
I got something else on this. All right. This is how, because I've only been in New York for a couple years. I'm still learning my way around. It's hard to know the boroughs, to get to know the feel of the boroughs. Mm -hmm. There's five boroughs if you're not from here. You got Manhattan. That's the real, that's the New York Yankees of the whole situation. They're the, that's the one that everybody loves. They get all, all the glory. Manhattan, right? Then you got Brooklyn, which used to be a bad neighborhood, but now it's where all the young people live. All the people like me live there, right? Everyone yeah. who thinks they're cool wants yeah. to be cool. Yeah. Then you got Queens. That's like a lower class version of Brooklyn, but it's on yeah. its way up. And we are the one who we have a president come out of our borough. So look at that. Who? Yeah. Hoover? Donald Trump. Oh, Donald <laughs> Trump's from Queens. Yes. Okay. Donnie from Queens. And then you got, okay. <laughs> and then you got Staten Island. That's all the Trump supporters. That's the cops, yeah. the firemen, the blue collar, the people who actually the security make- guard who busted this whole operation. He's, he lives in Staten Island. Everyone who's not on a trust fund. Lives in Staten Island. Everyone who makes New York City actually operate so that all the young oh, kids can come here and hate real them. salt of the earth. They live in Staten Island, right? Yes. And then the last one is you got the Bronx. And we don't know much about the Bronx. Nobody's ever even been up there. And then, well, I, so I'm still learning about it. People have been up there. What I find out is it's the real shithole of the city. In the so when you watch, I, I was watching CNN when this whole thing went down. When the CNN, when they had the bomb in the CNN building, mm-hmm. okay, the, the day before it, they came after the alt middle, they went after CNN, right? Mm-hmm. So it's in the CNN building, and everyone's on the news, and they're going, "Well, we don't know what we're going to do. How are we going to get it? How is the how are the cops, the bomb units coming in? How are they going to get out of the building? Where are they going to take it? Where are they going to detonate it? What's going to happen? They're trying to figure it out. They've got finally good news, everybody. Everyone, relax. They've they've decided the, the the police have a plan. They're taking it out of CNN building. They're driving it out of Manhattan. They're driving it into the Bronx, and then they're just gonna let it explode up there in the Bronx. And they're gonna blow it up. In the, and everyone went, "Phew, that's fine." Yeah. Okay, we found a solution. Blow up the Bronx. I'm Who gives they a shit? To New Jersey, but yeah. No, they went straight to the Bronx and they exploded it, it up there. Nobody cares. Big deal. Yeah. That's what's that's, that's now I got now you know what it's there for. That's my final piece of understanding New York City as I understand the Bronx. All right, yeah. I mean the Bronx, there's a zoo. You may have heard of it. The Bronx there's Zoo. The Yankees are Yankees are up there, baseball team. Oh yeah. But yeah, other than that, it's a good place to drop a bomb. It's a great place to drop a bomb. I mean, we actually Long Island City, that's why it's good that we felt people get mad about gentrification. Yes. But like Long Island City used to be the perfect place to drop a bomb because lots of empty space and warehouses and stuff that are abandoned. But now they're putting apartments there, so they can't just drop a bomb in there anymore. So there you go. There you Probably go. Value's going up. And then I have one last question for you on this topic. Yeah. How does every? This might be a touchy subject, so we can edit it if we have to. All right. How does everyone feel about being the only? Because people say, you know, maybe Tribeca Films has lost a step. <laughs> maybe De Niro's lost a step. Clearly not. I didn't see Brad Pitt getting a bomb. I didn't see. Uh, uh, you mean are, are, DiCaprio? Are, are people proud? I think they are. Are they proud? A list. Well, because no, it was more important. It now. was all political people, and then right. Well, it's Kaplan. Yeah, it's a. I think people are proud because it's it's uh, by association. You're political now. You're like part of the resistance. You're like top. It moved all of Tribeca up the resistance ladder. We are like. Way up, yeah. Tri- the greater Tribeca neighborhood or the Tribeca... The, no, the company. The, the company. The company. Way up the ladder. I mean, I don't know if people... I mean, it's A-list. People in the hotel who were just staying there next door got woken up at like five in the morning, had to leave their rooms, their expensive rooms. I don't know if they get to feel like they're part of the resistance out of that. But, you know, yeah, I think that's... yeah. I, don't, I didn't see no, any... No one's lost any fastballs around there, but... <laughs> I didn't see any bombs at Miramax. 
<laughs> well, I'll say that. <laughs> I didn't see any bombs at Three Arts. It is amazing, by the way, that nobody sent a bomb to our building. Um, with the Weinstein Company was there for many years. Yeah, you lit. You were split the building with the Weinstein. They still have a Harv. But yeah, so my point is that that didn't trigger anything. But saying a few not nice things about uh, the president is one working theory. Trying to start a whole new movement, alt middle movement. Is that that's another. another that's the overriding theory. There are two different rival theories about why we were a target. But either way, people are proud because everyone knows me. Everyone's everyone you're getting high Bob. fives. I'm getting high fives. You're an A list now. Are you I'm, walking around the Tribeca neighborhood just head, head held high? Well, people walk. They see you and they walk a little bit away from you because they're like, "What if you know I want to be too?" Close but also, to it's target. a respect thing. Yeah, they nod. It's they, like you got a fatwa. <laughs> I got fatwa. You're a fatwa boy. That would be that would be the ultimate goal. Once you get, get, I mean, this is the American version of getting a fatwa put on you. You had a terrorist, yeah, uh, uh, a Pocahontas, a woke terrorist <laughs> try to bomb you. I would much rather have a if you're going to choose amazing an incompetent crazy guy with a van. Kaplan, you're fatwa. next level now. I'm yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Hey, it's all about the pod. It's the pod. It's all you about better. The pod. You know, they might. What's the security like down here at ENTS? Because there's that person downstairs. Who sits there? That old Indian you, guy who checks our name. Signed in last week, but like, do they check the mail? Do we got to get him checking the mail. I don't know. Have we ever given out the location of the studio? I don't think we should. No, but we better not because sometimes guests have referenced it. We got to be careful. We got to make sure Ikram. I don't know if he's got it on the. We got to beef up ends. security. Yeah, we got to talk to him about. Right now, we got a Russian so, lady. Also, with the new app just dropping, that looks fantastic. By the way. You know, you know the Ents rivals could be coming after them, so they better beef up security over here. Better beef up the security. Russians. And can I say this because it's Halloween? Yeah. All you high school kids out there, back in my day, if you wanted to have fun on Halloween, you get a pipe bomb, you throw it in a, um, you throw it in a pumpkin. Wait, you eat a pipe bomb? No, not a pipe. Sorry, I didn't mean a pipe. You get an M80. You get an M80. What's an M80? An M80 is like a little like a firework, uh, like a little bomb, basically, like a little bomb. with a little wicket, and uh-huh. then people. Would, I never did this, but yeah. all the kids I knew, you light the wicket, mm. you put it, you put uh, the M80 in a pumpkin, you put it on somebody's front porch, it explodes. It's yeah. a ton. Of, it's a lot of See, fun. See, if the kid would have asked me to buy him an M80, I would have respected him a little more. Well, I'm saying in the current <laughs> climate, don't do that. I don't think it's the best idea to do that anymore. So all you high school kids, they're probably not doing that anyway. They're sitting around trying to get a vape pen. All right. Well, what do you? Yeah, that's good advice to the kids listeners we have out there. Get Just the- let it cool down for one year. Let it. Cool down. What do you do for Halloween? Speaking I don't know. Which, you got plans? I think we're going to sit outside in Brooklyn Heights at our old landlord's house <laughs> and give out candy to little kids. I don't know. What are you doing? I'm taking the kids trick-or-treating, so. You dressing up, though? Are you? Because uh... I'm going as Mario from Super Mario's. Because oh. Teddy is Luigi. Look at that. So What's we... Ruby? Ruby is uh, Cinderella, and Randy's going to be a fairy godmother. Nice. So, But if I just dressed as Mario on my own, it'd be like... This like, look at this middle aged loser dressing as a video game character and on Hall- like don't but if you're with your kid all of a sudden it adds a little it's got cap we got news there's more other news than the hate mail we got more news it just came across the wire it, let's make can we a request to the producer behind the glass stuff that's a little less heavy today okay let's let's tone it down a little producer Randy Lee we'll give him a minute he'll go get some light let's news just some light news I'm I'm I gotta I'm a little emotional right now let's get to the news. <laughs> Back, Kaplan. First news story of the week comes to us from ABC New York. 
All right. Some Welcome. parents, some parents in Queens, New York, are voicing their frustration after a number of problems with school bus drivers have occurred recently. Pictures show dozens of kindergartens, kindergartners waiting for half an hour at their bus stop in Long Island City before finally giving up and walking more than a mile to class. Parents say a five-year-old had to give up, give his bus driver directions. Two drivers allegedly drove the wrong way down a one-way street, and parents say one driver refused <laughs> to instruct or help kids buckle up their seatbelts. And on, and that's on top of skipping stops several days last week, leaving kids at school on uh, day two of school de- of the school year, and dropping kids off at the wrong stops. Holy crap! What's going on with these bus drivers? I think I just got it. We got we got to issue a giant apology. To who? Because we did a podcast where I talked about the uh, local uh, town halls in Long Island City and how people were in an uproar about how the idea that their kindergarten kids are have to get on buses to go like two miles. Yeah, and we one both, mile. One mile. We were both in agreement that, come on, you stick a kid on a bus. What's, what's the worst that could happen? Sure. They, it's good for them. I don't know. The kids are going to the wrong. They're going to the wrong stops. They're dropping up a five. I mean, it's good life skills, though. It teaches the kid how to survive. First of all, I'm still on the side of the school board here. Yeah. The school system. I'm going to defend these bus drivers. Number one, they're bus drivers. They're supposed to be just uh, weed, like just stoners, potheads. Yeah, like what do you expect? Simpsons. If they were not pothead uh, screw ups, they wouldn't be a bus driver. They'd be working on Wall Street. I mean, that's offensive to me that you're accusing all bus drivers of being potheads. All bus drivers. <laughs> I. That's exactly what I'm accusing. <laughs> You've been watching The Simpsons too much, just like Apu. Have you yeah, ever I- had a bus driver in your life? Like for a school bus, who was a normal? They're they're just like the happy go lucky nice guys who screw up all the time, right? And it's hilarious, and it's hilarious, it and everybody loves it. All right, so so you're well, so they're driving down the wrong way on a one way street. Who cares? Is anybody hurt? No, I don't know. There are no seatbelts though, so I mean yeah, seatbelts. <laughs> I've never ridden on a school bus that had seatbelts in my I'm life. Saying that's why people get uh, they're, they're very nervous. So they have seatbelts now on school they buses. Don't, they don't. People there's no what a luxury. So they don't have to say. All I want to say is I want to apologize. I am against buses now. My kids will never ride on it. Well, I, you're not. So what are you? How are you? I'm, I'm a. Also, walking a mile to school. Boo hoo. It's uphill with with in both ways. Well, it's downhill the other way. <laughs> no, nope, I used to walk a mile to school. Literally, I mean, this is not an exaggeration. I always walked a mile to right, school. Right, it's a great way if you want to find an old guy to buy you some mint pods. Exactly, that walk is where you're going to find them. To get them on the way. <laughs> I don't know. I think let these bus drivers just back. I, I feel sorry. Can you imagine being a pothead bus driver just trying to mind your own business, drive some kids to school, get lost on the way, and then you have these hoity, you got these hoity-toity rich uh, Long Island moms mm. yelling at you about their five-year-old little little uh, Sammy and Tristan aren't getting uh, to I'm school. Gonna, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to reply until you have kids. All right, we're going to table this. All right, <laughs> we'll table the conversation. <laughs> Next news story. Yes. From the New York Post, Kaplan. Now, this is—I think you're going to have to take take the ball on, the, take the ball and run on this one. This is a Kristen Bell, who is a mm-hmm. celebrity of sorts. She's an actress. She's an actress, and more importantly, she's a mom. More importantly, she's the mother of a daughter. Kristen <laughs> Kristen Bell, 38 year old actress and mom of a five and, and of a five and three year old uh, five and three year old children, told Parents Magazine, worst magazine of all time, by the way. Parents Magazine. I'm not a subscriber, but get my Hanukkah gift. Someone give me a gift subscription. Kristen Bell told Parents Magazine that she has had a serious conversation with her kids about the infamous kissing scene in Snow White in light of the Me Too era. I mean, I don't know. I have had a serious conversation with Kristen Bell. She's in Frozen, right? Yes. Okay. 
Frozen, like so many other of these Disney movies and shows, the parents are never there. The parents just mysteriously die in a boat. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm I, I'm I'm just offended by this constant diminishing of parents in these stories. I'm triggered. I'm triggered as a parent. Hello, as, welcome as back to NPR. <laughs> We're triggered. So you know, before she starts getting all heidi dighty, she should look into the mirror because her story perpetuates the uh, parents' lack of being important. That's this is thing. what she says to, to her to to Parents Magazine. By the way, get the uh, subscriptions are flying off the shelves. Yeah, so get them now. Don't you think that it's weird that the prince kisses Snow White without her permission? Because you cannot kiss someone if they're sleeping. She told the magazine. Mm. I think she meant like you shouldn't kiss someone if they're sleeping. That's probably not a good thing to do. I guess I get that. Uh, I don't 100 percent remember the story, but you said you read it to Ruby recently, didn't you? Well, I actually read her Sleeping Beauty. I, oh, you read her Sleeping Beauty. Oh, that's the wrong story. Kaplan, <laughs> we, we tried to do this story two weeks ago, <laughs> and neither one of us knew anything about it. So you said you're going to go home and read it. I know. You, I read her Sleeping Beauty. You, you read, read her the wrong one. I read the wrong, but well, so, you know, Sleeping Beauty also involves a kiss. If you remember the story of Sleeping Beauty. It's a hot chick who sleeps. I don't know. It's a story. These stories are really, they need some new writers over Disney. Okay. What goes on in Sleeping Beauty? Let's skip it. Let's go to Sleeping Beauty then. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's uh, what goes on in Sleeping Beauty? Hold on a second. <laughs> Next story from the New York Times, Kaplan. A Minneapolis marketing company recently made tweaks to its employee benefits and gave workers a reason to avoid the office altogether, this says. Ooh. Fraternity leave is the is the, uh, okay. the pun they use, or the ability to work from home for a week to welcome new dogs or cats into the family. I love this idea. This is kind of a no brainer, says Allison Macaminian, the vice president at the company Nina Hale, who helps devise the new policy. For a lot of people, their pets are their children, says Mrs. Macaminian, who. Is also considering now getting a pet. Yeah. Of course, she's considering getting yeah. a pet because she gets time off from work. I mean, your wife with this company with this new job, if she wants to get some time off, sure. Not for children yet? Yeah, get yourself an animal. You don't? Do you have to prove it? Do you have to like show a picture? You just to post a lot of pictures online. You don't have to actually bring the pet in and prove you have one. I mean, it also can be any kind of pet. Here's what I would do: I'd oh, get yeah. a new goldfish every two weeks. Whoa, that's yeah. You never have to go to work. Real this Macaninian <laughs> snake. Check get that a out. Yeah, that pet, pet is my child. I mean, in New York, a lot of people have pet mice and rats already. Pigeons. Yeah. Um, that goldfish is my kid. Yeah. So, but, um, and the, I also like it because the, there's this new paternity policy in New York State where, like, everyone's now, the government's paying for our friend Andrew Goldstein, former guest of the pod. Congratulations, he had a baby. He's off for like three months. Andrew Goldstein? Yeah. Oh, really? He's off for three months because he's a, it's a paternity thing. You so can he had a ba- his wife had yeah, a baby? His wife had a baby. But I can so, never do that because we're not having another one. Yeah. But I could get another dog. You don't you know, even have to get a dog. Kaplan, you know, we, she needs a friend. Sure. Any kind of animal. Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, I'm in favor. I like it. Anything to get people out of work, I'm in favor of. Me too. <laughs> Last story of the week today. Yes. Comes to us from Fox News. Our old friends at Fox News, Kaplan. Yes. A dog in Oklahoma has become a viral sensation after her owner caught her sneaking off to a local McDonald's to score free Hamburgers. Princess, which is the name of the dog, uh-huh. has been leaving her home at night and heading to the fast food restaurant. According to her owner, she acts like she's a stray so people will feel bad for her and feed her hamburgers. The owner goes on, if you see my dog at the McDonald's on Shields, I guess that's the street, quit feeding her fat ass because she don't know how to act 
and be leaving the house all the time to go walking to McDonald's at night. She's not even a stray dog, says her owner, Martha Reyes of Oklahoma City. This dog is a genius. Hero of the week? Hero of the week. Hero Aside from the security guard who saved me from... Aside from him, <laughs> this dog... There's dogs... People are teaching their dog uh-huh. how to sit, yeah. how to fetch, uh, how to kneel, paw. how to shake. Is it any more pointless than paw? This dog learned on its own how to be homeless. Yeah. How to beg for food. This is a genius dog. I mean, all dogs know how to beg for food. That's what makes them dogs. They're oh. the best. They know how to, like, you know, treats and stuff. But this dog learned how to get better food, people food. People food. I mean, I don't usually compliment McDonald's. It's the lowest of the people food. So it <laughs> oh, evolved that much. I mean, the dog could have gone across Junior, for instance, or uh, true. You know, Wendy's, I don't know. <laughs> Arby's. Arby's. Arby's is great for dogs. Jamocha shake. <laughs> Jamocha shake signature. <laughs> I mean, no, but the ro- French, the roast beef. Yeah, but sure. That's uh, you know, and if I was at McDonald's, you know, there's such. I, I, this is what this is what I would give. I would give a dog. The, I would share my food. Cause that's how little I think of McDonald's. <laughs> oh, come on! But do you, like, do they have stray dogs in China? Like to follow you around? Cause I know, like, I've been like Ecuador and like Costa Rica and places where like dogs will follow you around. But I'm trying to think when I was in Thailand. No, China. What's the story? I mean, just think about it. What do you think? What do you think happens to a stray dog in China? Oh, that is dumbest thing for us. Yeah. Oh man. They end up in your McDonald's. That's oh, what happens. Oh, no, they don't have stray hey, dogs. Hey, hey. They don't Boy, really have nail on that one. They don't have stray dogs in China. They do. I've been chased by stray dogs in Myanmar before. Southeast Asia. I think mm. Thailand does have stray dogs. All over Southeast Asia, they're running around, and people do feed them. And I think that's why they come back. But no, in China, it's the opposite effect. Mm, they don't. Shit, uh, you don't feed the dog. Always the dog carry a Big Mac in your back pocket. You the never dog know. Dog feeds pounder. you. <laughs> Stick in their mouth, and they're about to bite you. That's the pod, Kaplan. Yeah. What should we do? Well, we should do what I what I'm going to tell Mr. Caesar to do. Get lost. Get lost. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.